0: It's time for the drive stop for it four. Oh, man. we can stop. By. There's a coach right there, man, a young up and comer. But Peyton Manning to stop by like that was crazy, right? <laughs> fan, fan run legend. Tiger Woods was hanging out here. Though. He's he's taking off though. Y'all missed him. He's got to prepare for the Genesis. It's Coach Wallen. Aiden Wong, former Fan Run personality, stopping by here. Uh, Volunteer Auto Group, where we are, let's send things back to the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Tucker Harlan is standing by at the top four at four.
1: Tucker? Thank you, Russell. At number one, Tennessee running backs coach Jerry Mack is expected to head to the NFL coaching ranks. He's being targeted by the Jacksonville Jaguars, and apparently a deal could be done within the next 24 hours, according to John Bryce.
2: Yeah, I feel like when Bryce gets it, man, it's good as good as done.
0: Who are we going to get? Who are we going to get? My money's on the hire from within. I feel like lately it's been a pretty good bet. Uh, and I mean again, I know the message board crowd won't like that, but like it's been successful for for Hypel so mm-hmm. far. I mean, mm-hmm. Pope and and Ablin have both been able to recruit both developed, like there's been no noticeable drop-off in play, those position groups. So if you're I pulled it's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it.
1: At number two, Tennessee heads west to take on Texas A&M tomorrow in Reed Arena. Tip-off is at 8 Eastern time, and the game airs on ESPN. Tom Hart, Jimmy Dykes will have the call for you. Right now, Kim Palm has the Vols sitting at, at a five-point favorite over the Aggies.
0: And you're out on Kempom, so that doesn't mean anything to you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, I just noticed that it's – I pay more attention to um, the numbers that don't lie, the offensive and defensive efficiency. I mean, five points sounds about right to me. Like, I I just feel like Tennessee's better. They should win. But I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a grinded-out type of game. And I'd sign up for a five-point win right now, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm.
1: At number 3, some major shifts in the college football coaching ranks revolving around the Ohio State offensive coordinator job today. Bill O'Brien has taken the head coaching vacancy left by Jeff Hafley at Boston College. To replace O'Brien, Ryan Day is bringing in UCLA head coach Chip Kelly.
0: I don't I kind of feel like we're this is mind-boggling that a sitting head coach at UCLA is yeah. left to become the offensive coordinator at, I mean, I know it's Ohio State, but. Well, and it's also Chip Kelly's an eccentric guy. To yeah. Begin, like if, if there were going to be somebody do something like that, it would probably be, be him. him. But I, I I do think it just speaks to this thing where these these longtime college coaches aren't digging coaching college <laughs> as much as they used to. And there's a situation for him where he's going to be able to focus on X's and O's more as opposed to being a manager and everything. And let's be honest, like UCLA was not going well for Chip Kelly. It feels no, like he, no. was, you know, I'm surprised they were bringing him back for, uh, for another year. So maybe it's a little bit of a restart the clock thing for him. Well, there are ADs on there on his way out. They don't have, they're getting ready to hire a chancellor. They don't know who that's going to be. So they're going to be replacing AD,
2: chancellor, football coach? Yeah.
0: All the next, you know. As they go to the Big Ten for their first year. Woo. A lot of new car smell in Columbus. Cool. If he didn't get it done this year, he'll be gone, don't you think, Day? With all the money and giving him every, you know, he's got Chip Kelly. He's got he got an Alabama transfer portal. What was it, his name, Caleb? Uh, is it Caleb Downs? Yeah, Downs. I mean, hes he's got no excuses. Harbaugh's on to the NFL. Go ahead, Tuck.
1: And finally, at number four, it is Super Bowl weekend. Super Bowl 58 will be played at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas between the San Francisco 49ers and Kansas City Chiefs. Kickoff on Sunday is at 6.30, and the game will be on CBS. 49ers right now are a one-and-a-half point favorite over the Chiefs. Ooh, lines moved around a little bit. Should be a good one. That's one thing. Back when I was a kid,
0: Super Bowls are usually not good games; they're usually blowouts. But anymore, I just this has the potential to be a really good football game. What is the the best Super Bowl of all time, just from a game perspective? Probably either be the the Titans loss or the Giants-Patriots. I was going to say the Patriots come back against the Falcons. Giants-Patriots had a couple knockdown drag outs. Oh, the David Tyree catch.
2: Yeah, that's a big one, especially all the history that was on the line for the Patriots in that one. The Seahawks,
0: Marshawn Lynch game. Peyton getting his first one. Peyton getting his uh, last one. I mean, for us, uh, from a sentimental standpoint, yeah, but those weren't great games. (laughs) They weren't. They (laughs) were Incredible. (laughs) I don't know about you. Watch the sheriff paint a masterpiece one last time, Russ. You didn't enjoy that. That was a performance for the ages out of him. Uh, again, not the conversation we're having here. Yes, I, I enjoyed that, but uh, it was it was not a objectively great game with a with an exciting finish. So, uh, hopefully, we see that this weekend. Uh, looking forward to it, man. It, it feels like two good teams that are that are playing well. Two. Elite coaches, you know, you got Andy Reid, kind of the, the old school guy versus the, the new school guy, and Shanahan, and good quarterback play. These are two really good
2: offensive coaches, and you give both those guys an extra week. This, I, I know I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, 24, 21, low 20s. I, I don't know. Things get weird in the Super Bowl, and people start playing some catch up when guys call plays outside of the box a little bit. This one could be
0: in the 30s. I'm not sure. Thank you, Tucker. That is the top four at Ford's brought to you by Volunteer Auto Group, where we are this afternoon on Callahan Drive in North Knoxville. Come on out and see us here. They're online at volauto.com if you want to check them out. There was a little bit of controversy uh, coming in here today. I, I posted on Twitter that we were going to be out here. I said, North Knox, come on out and represent. And I immediately get a tweet from David, who says, it's Powell, brother. Not North Knox. It's Northwest. Is this Powell? I, yeah, I did not, technically, because really. the Kroger right there is a Powell Kroger. What? I, yeah, like if you look it up on Google, I consider Powell to be a little bit no, like a River Road. Yeah, yeah. No, this is the edge of Powell. I mean, as a crow flies, we're about a mile, maybe two. I mean, I, I consider this, this north. It's, it's north of Knoxville. You get off I-75, Callahan Drive. Yeah, we're up, we're up north. It's just north, kind of north. Northwest.
2: Well, I mean, the medical center north of Emory Road is called North Knox Medical Center. Yeah. So there's some, there's some overlap here. It's a Venn diagram of sorts. For, is that Tanova North? Just says North Knox
0: Medical Center. Yeah. Uh, it's out there off Emory. Those are the people that uh, uh, Dr. Thompson... I think it was the guy's name. Yep, that's him. Yeah, what? that's my dude. Oh, okay. Now I get it. 865-546-8200, your number to get on board here this afternoon. Let's get a call from Jamie. Good afternoon, Jamie. You're on the drive.
3: What's up, fellas?
0: Hey, what's going on?
3: So, um, I don't have anything right now as far as the Tennessee A&M game, no locks. Have, have uh revealed themselves to me just yet but um i uh anytime we're a five and a half only a five and a half point favorite uh i'm definitely if i put anything it definitely i'll definitely go with tennessee to cover that i don't know i don't know how, how good i feel about it but that just seems like a, a little bit russ you were talking about how they are a grind
2: it down team slow it down did i hear you right or was that something else Oh yeah, they are, Jamie. They're going to try to muck this game up. They're going to try to do to us what South Carolina did earlier and what, you know, you saw some teams try to do last year and in the past. They're just they're going to go slow. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to take good shots and they're just going to try to, you know, stay in front of us. They 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 want this game in the 50s or 60s and we're trying to get it, you know, to the 70s, 80s. Um
3: who's their coach? Is it Buzz? Yeah, Buzz Williams. Buzz Williams. Okay. Um well, he's a good coach. So mm-hmm. I just—I'll be surprised if we don't get out of there with a win. I mean, this team's just—it's
0: something about You've been it. lately.
3: Yeah, I've been on it. You've been on I've it been with on the it.
0: predictions. You have.
3: Uh, I don't always get—I don't always feel them, but uh, when I do. Speaking of predictions, I'll be curious on the way out for what y'all's uh, Super Bowl is. Maybe that's for later on in the show. But um, I'm feeling Niners. I don't know. Um, it's hard to go against Patty, but uh, um, the Niners just seem to be an overall. Just solid team offense, defense. So, uh, looking forward to it. I, I'm a little partial to the Steelers, um uh, uh, Cardinals game where San Antonio Holmes, uh, dropped the two tootsies over there in the corner of the end zone to win it in the final minute.
0: Was that two the one where James Harrison had almost had like that yes. monster? Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, and that, the replays of that is pretty cool how he, uh, he faked like he was coming in for the blitz and dropped into pass coverage like he's never done before, and um, and fooled him. But by uh,
0: surprise, huh?
3: He's a freak. Yeah, back back when we were well coached, um, guys. Um, you know, I may not be the biggest Lady Vols basketball fan in the world, admittedly, but I, I love being good at stuff. Anybody that wears the power tee, and it just it just irks me the way that they that they have allowed. The most elite program to just fizzle out like a fart in the wind, man. It just makes me, you know, the Mickey Deerstones of the world that, you know, that uh, championed the, the Holly Warlick era here while she wasn't doing anything.
0: She had like
3: dates. Yeah, but we're a final full program. I mean, this is Tennessee. You know that's that's the thing. I, I mean, uh, what 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 was that stat? Uh, Bear or Russ or hell, hey Houston, you probably know this. What, didn't we go to Sweet Sixteen in every tournament for like the first thirty years they had it, or something like that?
0: Oh, yeah, it was something stupid. It was something like that. Yeah.
3: So so making elite eights, that's uh, you know that ain't that ain't that ain't nothing to hang your hat on as the Lady Vols basketball program. I'm sorry, it's you know let's keep it in perspective. It's not like uh, it's not like the men's program. If we made three straight elite eights, that'd be you know, there'd be statues over there for that as well as should be.
0: Well, we've but, made, what, six since 2008? Sweet 16s, the men? Something like that. Five or six. Is it that many? Yeah. Sweet 16s? What, what was the first one we made? That was North Carolina in 98, the late 90s. It was the first time we made Sweet 16, right? We mm. had Haywood. Uh, Brendan Haywood, Haywood yeah. and Joseph Forte. Mm-hmm. That was, I thought that was later on, Bruce made maybe two. Bruce made three. Stop it. Well, it. well, two two, and then an elite eight. So, yeah, three. Yeah. That's yeah. four. And I mean, then Barnes, Barnes, Barnes made two. So, you have
3: yeah, six. Yeah. That reminds me. Uh, Bear said something yesterday. He said, you know, he thinks that uh, Barnes has surpassed Bruce here because he's got a regular season championship. And that's, that just made me laugh. It's like, all right,
0: look. Well, you're, you're, you're cherry picking, which, you know, yeah. it's kind of your M.O., but you're cherry picking. I said, if – Barnes makes an Elite Eight, he will pass Bruce Pearl as the most successful basketball coach in Tennessee history. That's just a fact, so, Jamie.
3: So if That's he just old, ties what what Pearl was able to do, he'll, he'll surpass it by tying him?
0: Yeah, because Bruce Pearl never had this kind of year-in, year-out top And toss. he never won an SEC tournament. Nope. Yeah. No, he had, of
3: course, he was taking a, a never-did-anything program when he took over, too, but I mean... Yeah, yeah, with well, a blooded had this,
0: roster and Rick Barnes any,
3: Yeah, that didn't do anything the year before. But anyway, guys, my 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 issue, uh, you know, I just it it makes me just mad to sit back. You know, I grew up in this this town watching, you know, Lady Voss just spanking everybody, always in the always in the natty, always in the final four. You know, and then just uh, and then former comes in and and you know. It, it, when we're talking Lady Vols basketball, you can hire literally anybody in on planet Earth except for maybe Gino. and 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 you go out and you find, and you find somebody who's not doing really good at the school they're already at, and that's just that's just pathetic, man. Former former he gets more credit around here than this guy deserves. It makes uh, I, uh, for some reason that guy sticks in my craw, dude. That he's just, you know everybody you know champions Philip former the, the guy took uh, already winning football program and bumped about, bumped us up a notch to the natty which i'll never you know i'll always appreciate what that what that did but he has done a lot to cripple programs around here and you know and and not to mention just you know the most recent of the lady vols there's no sense in, in hiring kelly jolly what was the point in that that's just that's just giving up that's pathetic you know he went over there and he did what he did around Coach Majors to get the job, and then he did the same thing around John Curry to get the job, and just just to just to do what he did in the three short years he was here.
0: That's just pathetic. Hey, Jamie. Yo. Uh, I just want to make sure you were here and you weren't actually like just playing us a tape recording of one of your calls from five <laughs> years ago.
4: <laughs> oh, that's right little
3: Hey, I wish I had a I wish I had a hand on a flusher for you, Russ. That was a little uncalled for. <laughs> Just keep it real, man. It's an honest Friday. Well, I'm gonna chalk that up to taking some bad medication, cause that's not how you talk to legends. Y'all have a good weekend. <laughs>
0: legend, legend, legend in your own mind. You think he's IRL mad right now? No. no. I mean, that, that, like <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we, we, we start with a, with a Steelers rip job. We start celebrating a Steelers title from like 15 years ago. <laughs> When they were rip, well coached under rip, the same coach, rip on the lady balls, but kind of love on them too, and then like a just a like a two or three minute anti former diatribe, and wanted to re debate. You know, I mean, just the, well, Bru- the my, my Bruce phone Love. Is, oh yeah, the Bruce. I'm getting in, inundated with texts from my Perlinista friends that are Bruce did this, Barge didn't do that, and Buck Pearl and. He's the greatest ever Conzo had a sweet 16 too So we're up to what Seven sweet 16s now I think so We go to the sweet 16 fairly regularly The past 20 years 25 years We've just only got (laughs) (laughs) only get by it that one time We're like one in 18 (laughs) Us and Purdue man is, uh, Kentucky play Gonzaga tomorrow? Yes. Yeah. I, I heard that earlier on the radio, and I said, somebody messed up. There's no way that's the game. Uh, are And Gonzaga's going to be playing for their lives, their tournament lives? They're not to, very good this year. They I have know. not
2: missed the NCAA tournament since 1998.
0: Here's what could hurt us. I think I heard, I think it may have been on the morning show with Bob and John. If Kentucky loses to Gonzaga... It would endanger our quad one win over Kentucky at Rupp because they would. It might drop into to a quad two. Kentucky, they just can't do us any favors. They have the most talented roster in the league.
2: Kentucky, they're not, not going to lose to Gonzaga.
0: Who's they got a been- more talented roster, top to bottom, than them in this league? But right, here's the thing. I mean, talent is potential, right? And so, yeah, they might have more guys who can be in the NBA, but, like, our players are better than them. Oh, I agree 100%. Like, Triple J, probably not going to play in the NBA. Baskaby, probably not going to play in the NBA. But those guys this year are better basketball players than whoever Kentucky is lining up at, that, at those positions mm-hmm. that's going to play in the NBA.
2: Well, that's one of the things they've been killing Cal on this week because I think they got, what, seven former players named to the All-Star game? And it's like, what did, what did you do with them? Because a, a lot of his guys on this year's team, they're going to play in the NBA. They're going to be all stars. They're going to they make only, tons of only, money.
0: Only in his defense, you know. First of all, in his defense, <laughs> he Defending only gets Cal. them for Didn't like know this one was on year. The bingo card. He gets them for like one year. And they're uber talented, but a lot of these kids are coming out of they're the best players in the country. They've been told they're the best mm-hmm. their entire lives. He gets them for one year. I mean, that's. I mean, it's kind of on him, but I don't imagine that's an easy. You want to hear an unpopular take from me on an Honest Friday? Yeah, I kind of like Cal. <laughs> in what, in right. what
2: way? I always have,
0: you. always have, because like in a in a super sleazy sport, right? College basketball always has been, you know, the shoe money and everything. <laughs> like
1: you have all these guys who're like,
0: we do it the right way, and Cal's just like, he's out there. He's like, look, I'm slimy as hell, <laughs> <laughs> and it is what it is. Like I live in the gutter. And, I, I like coaching elite basketball, talent. and all the stuff that we used to rip on him for—you uh, know, paying Marcus Camby, UMass, uh, paying Derrick Rose, and changing test scores. And other, like it's just <laughs> common, like everybody's doing, and people are doing it now. I mean, it's the same thing. Like we're really? talking about in football, this NCAA stuff. I mean, I hate that he's at Kentucky, and there are rivals, and I want to beat his brains out every time we see him. But I still kind of like him. We hate the player, hate the game. It's weird that he and Barnes are just like the best of It friends. is so weird. <laughs> like, you know, like the yin yang. It's, I mean he found out he do I don't didn't want that to deal with Derek Rose. He Derek Rose didn't show up to take the ACT. I think Kyle had somebody uh, they they like flew somebody on the Memphis plane to mm-hmm. go take it for him. Yeah. Probably some kid from like South Korea from somewhere <laughs> <laughs> You, you barely, uh, you, you failed it the last time you took it, Derek, and you made a 36 this time. <laughs> like, Congratulations on the incredible. study. It. You've been <laughs> yeah. into the physics department. <laughs> the Fresh. folks at MIT would like to offer you a scholarship as well. <laughs> no, I'm going to Memphis. Where all great minds are trained. I kind of like the Rose. That's another one. I, I always liked Rose. No, I liked Rose. I had no problem with him. I felt really bad for his we never really got to see what he could have been.
2: Uh, we saw it, and then his knees just exploded. His, yeah. but he was he was on his way to be a really, really good NBA player. I mean, was a really good NBA player, but yeah. if he had a career, it would have been a different story.
0: While we're on the subject, I'm about ready for them to blow Penny out of there so we can get a, another coach in there so and we renew play. The, because we we're sitting here talking about Tennessee yeah. or uh, Kentucky and Gonzaga. Like, we should be playing Memphis tomorrow. That's yeah. what should be happening. Like, uh, you know... Or instead of that Tuesday where we didn't have a game before Vanderbilt, we should have, you know, that would have been a you know, Tuesday night Donnybrook with Memphis out there or in, in Food City. Yeah, I, and I get it, man.
2: That, that series under Penny with us, that's just been a big nightmare. You know, we get the, the the bald fists, then they come and beat us up here in a maybe the ugliest game I've ever been to, and then they – what was it, like an hour before tip-off? Our guys are warming up on the court, and they're just like, oh, yeah, sorry, guys, we can't go today.
0: Just some, It's been a mess. That was the most epic voluntary reaction there. Was yes, no it wrong. was. crazy. <laughs> it Folky was called in a voluntary <laughs> reaction from the, bus. From, the bu- from the team <laughs> bus. Uh, that that was a lot of fun. But, I mean, that game should be played every year, man. If I were the governor, like, I'd just I'd call Randy Boyd and be like, look, you know, this has to happen. Make it happen. Go get Pastner back. He'd play it. Get Tubby back. Bring back Tubby. Tubby. 865. Tubby fired, didn't he? 546-8200 if you want to chime in here. 546-8200. We're live today at Volunteer Auto Group. We're back with more right after this. The Drive. Attention. Back here on the drive, it's Fan Run Radio, 105.7 FM, 1340 AM, streaming online at the all-new fanrunradio.com, and your free Fan Run app, a variety of ways for you to experience the program this afternoon. I'm Russell Smith, alongside Bear and Tucker and Houston Cress. We're live today at Volunteer Auto Group, doing the thing. Let's get a phone call from Phil. Good afternoon, Phil. What's well, up, What's up, Philly? Nice here, Utah. There
5: sounds like Utah's. I think we're going to do something this year. Uh,
0: You, uh, Jamie, was positively wooly wooly. yesterday. Like, like I almost called him Phil. I almost called him Roger. He was (laughs) so wooly.
5: I'll say this: uh, anybody be dumb enough to bet on Tennessee uh, tomorrow uh, deserves to lose their money.
0: Oh. I mean, bringing them, calling the cops on yeah, Buzz kill, Buzzkill. Buzzkill, Phil. Yeah.
5: Well, just when you think they turn the corner, that's when they, they stink, you know?
0: I, you know what? I, I'm with you. I'm not going to project a loss tomorrow, Phil, but I, I am worried about this game. I mean, I think it's, it's just a tough spot. You know, Saturday night, that crowd is going to be wrapped up. Very hostile environment. But you know what? I, I say that, and that was the case last week, and Tennessee went out and handled them. So, I mean, uh, is, is going to College Station and play that team any, in, in the same realm as going to Rupp on a Saturday no, night and beating a Kentucky team? I, I, I don't think the, the environment is any more or less hostile, but I do think that, I, I think the opponent is harder because they're going to guard you. And, and Kentucky plays zero defense. I, and I just don't think it's going to be easy to, uh, we're not going to be running circles, you know, layup drills on these guys like we were at Kentucky. They're going to make you earn it.
5: Yeah, we can't let, we can't let them go in there and draw fouls. That's how they're going to try to be a dribble drive into the paint and try to create fouls. That's the why they play.
0: Oh, yeah. Didn't they have a parade to the free throw line down there last year? Yeah, they shot a lot of them. They're really good at it. It, was I who, wasn't it. I wonder who we're going to draw as refs. That's what always that? the... That's, That's the a new X, X factory and all this. I'm sure they'll do a fantastic job. I'm sure we'll I want be willing Pat to Pat Adams.
5: It. I can handle anybody but Pat Adams. That guy's
0: awful. <laughs> oh, man.
5: I like, I like Doug Shouse, though. He, like, uh, he likes Barnes, I think.
0: I think it's good to get Doug Shouse filled when we're playing Cal because Doug Shouse does not have yeah, a whole he, lot of he he love Cal. Cal does he doesn't nah, No, he doesn't like all that the stuff that, you know, me and Russ were talking about earlier that we kind of like about him.
5: Why do we so, always have to keep talking about how good Barnes is and uh, and uh, Buck Pearl? When boy, Joe Jamie had brought a better it up better winning percentage at Tennessee than Barnes has?
0: Well, you know, I, I can. What, what happens if you clip off the first two years when we were cleaning up Donnie Tyndall's mess? Because I mean, a, after that, I mean, I, I would say the the records are pretty much even and. I know you. the record, you are what your record says you are, but Barnes did not inherit a Chris Lofton, Jawan Smith, Swing. or a C.J. Watson, Major Wingate, functioning program. Hunter was pretty good, but he wasn't on the level of any of those dudes, hmm. and and he was all we we had at that I mean, time. C.J. played for the Bulls forever. Chris, I think if he doesn't have to undergo cancer treatment that year, that he, he could have, he maybe, he would have had a lot better shot than he did to make the league, and you just, it's hard to compare
5: Yeah, and I, uh, I was around Ray Mears uh, most of his uh, tenure, and uh, I still think Ray Mears is the best coach in Tennessee basketball history, even though he didn't have any NCAA glory because only one team from the conference went back then.
0: Yeah, it was just a different era. He's kind of like the, to me, in a lot of ways, he didn't have nearly the, the same level of success as far as championships go, but he's almost like a kneeling kind of figure to me.
5: You know. That was that was he was a cut think, I when I first started and, uh, winning the games. I don't think Pearl and Barnes together won as many SEC championships as Mirrors as did.
0: I don't know. I don't know about that. I know that Barnes has won more against Kentucky than everybody else put together.
5: I heard y'all talking about Holly Jolly in the show, and I heard it on the Jack the Snake show this morning. Uh, that's, uh, I think think believe it got beat by Bammer Jammer. <laughs> What's the world coming to Can't you beat Bammer Jammer in basketball now?
2: Yeah, and they're not very good. It's not like, oh, yeah, Bama's having a good year. It's not, not pleasant. I'd say, Phil, this is probably the last season for Jolly, unless she can go on some remarkable run in the postseason, which seems unlikely.
5: Are they gonna pay the money to win or not? I mean, that's what it comes down to. Are they gonna Are they gonna uh, get away from the Pat Summit, uh family tree and move on? Well,
0: I, you know, we'll find out, obviously. But I, I'm betting Danny White probably wants to to get that done. Big question would be: Will they? Will he hire a, a dude? A male coach. I mean, to me, that... I I, I know it shouldn't enter into it. We should just be hiring whoever's the best coach, but... I think that's the way he would approach it, though. And I I think that Fulmer probably didn't want to fight that battle the last time around. Now, like Houston was saying, I, I just feel like it's become so borderline irrelevant that I don't I don't think anybody would care.
2: Well, you still got the diehards, but you've lost those fringe people who when it was good would watch yeah. it and would care. Well, they'll come back if exactly. you Exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's important. Well, you've got an arena that you can I mean Tennessee women's basketball used to make money. It didn't break even. It didn't borrow from football. That that program supported itself, and there were very few that could. And so now it's a drain. And Danny White there's one thing he's going to do anything he can to fix is he's going to turn I'm not doing it because that's what Butch Jones used to always say. But he's going to turn that into a money maker if it can be, and we all know that it can be.
0: What Butch used to say? Are you a drain or a fountain?
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, that's a big question. If it's going to be a money maker or not. What The price they're charging now for football and, and men's basketball to go to these games is uh, I don't want that Lady Vol fan base going to pay that kind of money and go over and watch the games if, uh, if they get that good. Well, the good thing is that a lot of it's a different fan
2: base. There's a lot of people who that's really all they want to support. That's all they care about is Lady Vols athletics. I think they're that's still right. – I'm, I'm not saying, saying they're going to put 21000 yeah. in there every night, but I, I think they could still do enough to make money.
5: I know they used to give tickets away all the time to get people over there. They made mm-hmm. them own concessions. Right, yep.
0: Remember you could take two, two cans of soup.
5: It's funny. Utah closed out with uh, Fulmer, and uh, it is kind of ironic. Fulmer hired this uh, latest episode of the bas- women's basketball coach, and then he gets a million dollars out the door, and the NCAA still sniffing around. It's kind of ironic, ain't it? See, ya.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ironic, Coach Fulmer, man, taking a taking his fair share of strays this afternoon. Who did? Who all did he hire as his coaching? His coach. It's athletic director. Pruitt, (laughs) you got to leave with cornbread. Pruitt and Uh, Harper,
2: right? I guess, yeah, maybe it is only two. Did he hire a volleyball coach in there somewhere?
0: He also hired, uh, he thought it would be a good idea to bring in Dave Clawson and then not let him install his offense. Yeah, that worked out. Uh, Back to your point,
2: Russ. You said if you chop off – I did some math during that. Uh, If you chop off Rick's first two years, which I agree with both of you, and I don't think Rick gets enough credit for that, he inherited a mess. Yeah. Like, we weren't good under Buzz, but we weren't a a nightmare. We weren't a mess. And the national perception of Tennessee basketball wasn't as negative as it was when uh, when Rick took over. Rick Barnes' winning percentage, if you take off the first two years, 71.7%. Bruce Pearl ended at
0: 70.4. The Pearlites don't want to hear that. No, but I mean, come on, man. It was a complete nuclear meltdown the day we got. I remember listening to you and Richie and thinking how lucky we were that we had, you know, I thought we had a chance at our basketball program surviving when we hired Barnes. Because it was, it was just, it was blown away. Let's talk to Daniel next. Good afternoon, Daniel. You're on the drive. It's Fan Run Radio.
6: How are y'all doing today? Doing well. How are you, sir? Hey, doing pretty good. It's a nasty day. I've been driving around all over Knoxville. It is nasty, but, you know. Uh, out there. We're making it. We're making it. Um, you know, Russell, you said – I've shared a sentiment with you for years, but that is one of the most important games to me was that Memphis game. So, if they were to make a – Make a change with Penny. I would love to reignite that rivalry. I think it is a
0: fantastic game. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you talk about a cutthroat rivalry, and um, I've had a couple of people ask me about that this week about like why Tennessee doesn't play a non-conference game in the middle of the conference season. And you know, we uh, most of the time playing Memphis, you, you, we played them in the early non-conference. It was, it was just that one year. That it just worked out perfect, and, and it was one versus two, mm. and at the time, I believe it was the most watched regular season college basketball game in television history, and I mean, it was just, uh, it, was, it was a magical night, and um, I don't care when they play, quite frankly, they played earlier or, or in the conference slate of the season, but uh, yeah, that's a, that's a rivalry that, it, it's good for the state, it's good for college basketball.
6: No, I totally agree with you. Um, you know, we you all were talking about um, about the A and M game coming up. I don't, I don't think it's quite the spot game that South Carolina was. The South Carolina game was put at a terrible spot right before Kentucky. Um, but I, I, I tend to agree with you, Russell. I, I do think that they they will they will be locked in uh, for Saturday. The only thing that I see about this stretch is um, you could get so you know focused on the the final stretch that this this period right here that you really got to take care of could could kind of be in the in the you know in the back seat a little bit which every team is possible to beat you on any given night but I think we can do enough to get it done. The guys have been playing pretty good. If we can just if we can get consistent uh play out of Vesco and Triple J and Adu, you know, just you know continue to do what he's been doing of late, I don't think there's many teams that can beat us and it's really important to get that one line or a two line for success in March with Rick Barnes, and you know everybody wants to clamor about, about our not not having a lot of success, but you're all you all and several other shows have been talking about our success at the Sweet sixteen and it's kind of glaring. you don't think about it from that aspect, but I mean when you hear of it, us going seven times in so many years that's you know that's successful i mean we gotta we gotta go further this year, but it's kind of we get Wrapped up in this world of we're not successful in March and going to the Sweet Sixteen is pretty darn successful.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean consistency is is the key, and I mean you're right on that. I mean, but it's it's not just Barnes. Uh, I mean the numbers don't lie. You you want to get you want to get a one seed. If, you know, the higher the seed, the better your odds are of making the Elite Eight and the Final Four. Um. And, you know, like we talked about, I think yesterday, I mean, Barnes has been a one seed one time, and it was a year he made a Final Four. It's just funny to me how quickly we, some
2: fans just seem to forget. I mean, there there were years where we were begging to sneak in to the NCAA yeah. tournament, knowing if we did, we were probably going home
0: in round one. Now just we the, live there. the thrill of, of seeing your name <laughs> on that line and being a part of it, those days are long gone, and that's probably a good thing. If we're ever going to make a run, like we need to, I just want—I want, want side just one time, man. Need to demand it. Just, just give me one before I go. Just one There's final. There's no thing. doubt.
6: I've, you know, all these guys that attacked Barnes and the lack of success in March. You know, I, I'm just not going to sign up for that because I, I'm like you, Houston, and everybody on the panel here. I, I remember the days of the anxiety of where you're going to get. You know, are you are you on the first four out or you're the Last four in, and I would I would much rather get to the dance every year than than be in the other category. And who you going to get? Question, you know. So um, I think I think uh, we got a great opportunity here. Great sports weekend, very underrated sports weekend. The last hurrah of, of pro football, and I can't wait to watch it. Um, and uh, hopefully we get a good get a good win Saturday, and uh, and uh, and you all have a good night and go balls
0: thanks daniel great hearing from you and we got ut baseball a week from today hopefully the weather's a little
2: better than this down there because uh well they got a roof yeah they got a roof down there on globe like globe life oh i didn't realize they were playing in globe life okay cool that's awesome i got a roof well i still hope the weather's good the house that that they have a good time yeah exactly (laughs)
0: So, a couple of housekeeping items here before we go to a quick break and come right back, more of your phone calls. As we broadcast live this afternoon at Volunteer Auto Group, David says Tennessee has been to nine Sweet 16 regional semi semifinals in history. So, I uh, don't uh, you know. Did, did we get to one where, like, uh, you only had to win one to get there That's when, what it, I when was it was wondering. just 16 was, teams yeah, or something like that? Yeah. I don't think so because that year that we did go in the Ernie – and I don't even think, think it was after, whenever we won the tournament, was that 79? We drew, it was Jim Bayheim at Syracuse yeah. in his first year came in here and beat us. So we definitely didn't make it that year. Well, that game was played in Baton Rouge. That's right. I'm not, you, you can watch that game on YouTube if you're a real sicko.
2: Sweet 16s were 67, 81, and 2000 before Pearl got here when we went 07, 08. 10, and then obviously 14, 19 in last year.
0: So 2000 was the that – was, that was Ron Slay's freshman year against North Carolina. If we had won then, I think we would have played Pulsa in the Elite Eight for a trip to the Final Four. That was, yeah, that was Jerry Green, right? It was Jerry Green and, and Brendan Haywood, their seven-footer, had fouled out of the game. Mm-hmm. And they asked him, like, why – you know, afterwards they asked Green, why didn't Tennessee try and attack – the inside more, and he said, "Well, I just kept waiting for him to bring that big seven-footer back in. I don't know why they didn't." He he fouled out of the game, Jerry. <laughs> Great situational awareness. <laughs> Little overserved at halftime. What's going on down there on the bench? Goodness. And then, <laughs> Jeff, with an astute observation, talking about former's hires. Don't forget Kevin Steele. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> laugh if you want.
2: That's the best two month contract that guy ever had. What do you? What do you was it? Two part? months or two I think weeks? Two weeks. Two It was two weeks. <laughs> it was it two weeks? Four hundred and seventy five k. He he got he made a million dollars. He over. got
0: hired. I believe they fired Pruitt the next day. <laughs> <laughs> him, made him interim coach for two weeks. He and got paid him 900, like, 900, Yeah. Elite. Well, I mean, decision making. Why? Why can we not? Uh, come, you know. Well, looks like us ever following this, something like that.
2: If I do, I'm bringing you boys with me. We're Thank all on yeah. we're we're yeah. the come up. I promise.
0: <laughs> we're all in this together. We'll make a blood pact right here. 865 546 8200. If you want to chime in this afternoon on the drive, it's 546 8200. Quick timeout. We're back with more right after this. The Drive. On radio, the drive continues. Company live this afternoon from Volunteer Auto Group, fifteen hundred one Callahan Drive, where we broadcast from today. And I uh, want you to come out and see us here this afternoon. If you're in the market for a new set of wheels, then you need to come by here and tell them Fan Run sent you. They've got a great selection of pre-owned cars trucks suvs vans whatever you need they've got it here volunteer auto group your one-stop destination for quality vehicles at unbeatable prices russell bear houston cruising with you here getting set to send things back to tucker for the top five at five first let's grab a call from trey good afternoon trey you're on the drive it's fan run radio
4: Hey, Good afternoon, guys. Um, yeah, sorry I didn't get to call in yesterday. I had some stuff come up. I was going to give you my uh, my post game breakdown, um, but uh, no, I wasn't able to make it up to Seafiel. I uh, he was literally on the direct opposite end of the arena, and I was morging myself on free food. And, you know, you Did can you get always, to go in the room, Trey. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. What was, what and, was the uh, spread like in there?
4: You know, it's. I was I was gonna get into that, but they they you can tell the 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 poor people from the rest of the people in there. Like all the rich dudes are like eating a salad, or if they're even eating the food at all. I mean, it's it's you know beneath them. But I'm sitting there like three plates in. You know, it was a uh, some kind of pasta, uh, some kind of fancy Italian chicken. I don't, oh. I don't. I can't pronounce it. It was it was good though. Like it had a cream sauce. It was oh, it was delicious.
0: Um, uh, I, I'm right dad, there with you. Yeah. Whenever I find myself in those situations, which is not often, but I'm like, oh my God, I've got to, uh, I've got to take advantage here. I've, <laughs> I've, I've got to load up. I'm, I'm not going to let an opportunity like this pass by. I might never get another opportunity, man. I'm, I'm getting two or three plates. I might be sneaking some stuff out in a napkin or something. You know, a couple of beverages. When I worked with the Lady Vols, yeah. they would
2: they would leave the food out in the Ray Mears room after the game. Nice. And so if we had laundry duty or if he had to stay after and like help kind of turn the court over, they let you. the in. first thing we do is go back there and make a couple plates to eat in the locker room before we had the, uh, the long night ahead.
0: Well, yeah.
4: I uh, that's awesome. No, I, I I'm not going to lie. I missed the start of the, uh, the first minute of the second half. Cause I was, you know, trying to deep throw the hot dog as quick as I could. Um, so that's, uh, I mean, you you do what you can. But, yeah, all the rich people just sit around and, you know, let it go to waste. But uh, anyway, guys, uh, I did what I said I would do. I asked the uh, Waka. An opportunity that I got when he was stretching. uh, I said, is it a kiss? And they're like, was it a kiss? And I did not get a verbal response. I got a stare that told me that that is not a topic you
0: bring up. So, from from uh, from, from Tobey? Yeah, from Tobey. He gave you that same look I mean, he gave the the dude at Kentucky.
4: It wasn't that same. It was that. It was that crazy look, but it was like a glare of like you didn't just ask me that. But when did I, you I ask guess.
0: him this? When, when while the, he's on the bench while the game is going so on, he's stretching. He's courtside. Oh, yeah. you cra- why would you ask that guy that? That's outstanding. I mean, I, I'm impressed, but.
4: <laughs> I, I was encouraged by you all. I was doing what, you know, Tucker
0: doesn't have the gonads to do, you know? The hard-hitting so question. To, to Maybe we need to hire yeah. Truth, Tennessee Truth Teller Trey as our beat reporter. He go ask the, he'll ask the <laughs> questions. I was, I was kind of well, halfway kidding. I wouldn't want you to, you know. So, so you asked Tobey Walker while he's he's stretching if if it was a kiss, and he just looked at you? Yeah. He just what, looked at me. What's see, wrong I, with I, you, son? I, I,
4: I've had a lot of time to reflect on that moment, Russ, and I think that I I should have framed the question differently. Of, hey, yes. Toby, did he actually kiss you? Versus, like, implying it was kind of a consensual.
0: It was a mutual hey, thing. Hey, did
4: you all kiss? <laughs> yeah, like, did you all, it was like, did you kiss? Like, was it a kiss? And it's just like, maybe. I think maybe, that I so much uh, Hey, he Toby, did
0: that, that weirdo from Kentucky try and kiss you when you were getting ready to beat him up?
4: Exactly, because I think he took it as I was, you know, heckling him or making fun of him versus, you know, like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get the story straight. I've got your back, man.
0: That's been a great look for the show, Russ. If a walk had got up yeah. the stands, well, I'm, I'm, Trey. I'm learning that Trey can do some damage in these situations. I mean, he's gorging himself in the Ray Mirrors room. He's getting called out by, by Phil for a fist fight up in the concourse. And he's ca- darn near causing an incident with a player on the court before the game. I mean, it's grief, man. Can't you just go show up and enjoy the ball game? Not afraid to get his hands dirty. <laughs> I mean, we did kind of challenge that. him. I feel like you're responsible for this. Or we are. a show,
4: I, I was tempted to record it, but I felt like that would have just, you know, if they saw you recording it, then it would have, like, clammed up. And then it would have been awkward because I'm sitting there with the whole team and I
0: really didn't want to get my ass kicked, you know. That would have been a great – That would have been some great social media cred, though. That would have been a great little snippet and a little tick – What do you call it? A tick-tock there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, just see a walker grab Trey up? Just shake him. Yeah. <laughs> with One hand, <laughs> you're sitting back down like a shaking baby. Yeah, oh, huge. I had every
4: of do- oh, he's huge. I mean, when you see like a lot of those guys, you know, in the back of your mind, you're like, I could take them. done. I'm <laughs> out of <laughs> here. That's, that's good for me. <laughs> back, no, but 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 when you see a walker. There's like, there's no doubt. Like that dude could pick you up and break you in half, and and like just, you know, drink out of your spine. Like he is huge in person. Like, well, don't mean to boast, your bubble?
0: Zakai Ziegler take you for a walk, Trey? He'd whip you. Oh, listen, any I of those guys?
4: Zekai. No, 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 no. I wouldn't fight Zakai. The tall, lanky ones, you get that advantage. I'm short and thick. I mean, I'm hard to topple over. But but no, Zakai would whip my ass. Like you know, there's no tomorrow. Uh, anyway guys enough on that the other highlight of the game I got to touch Dalton's neck I have not watched, washed my hand since I mean it was like you know it's it a little weird tragic.
0: it's gotten a little weird here
4: <laughs> so he crashed into the bench you know I, I I definitely made sure I you know stood up and helped him and it, 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 he's a sneaky like he's a sneaky big dude too like he is he is built like it's
0: He's a yeah, 6 potential team. lottery pick. The, yeah, he's a big I mean, uh, <laughs> he's a Tennessee Truth Teller Trey, I mean, like, he, I, I don't think it's overstating it or exaggerating to say that he may have saved the season. I mean, Dalton Connect goes crashing into the crowd. There's Tennessee Truth Teller Trey to catch him in a loving embrace and warmly return oh. him to the court. He could have, you know, he could have torn up a knee or something, getting tangled up in those chairs, if not for you, Trey. You're a Tennessee hero, Absolutely, my friend. Rough.
4: Absolutely. I will tell you, though, who uh, who had a pretty bad night. There was this uh, pretty thin girl on the camera down there, and she just got drilled by Ganey and by Connect. I mean, she just, I mean, back like, yeah. within five minutes, each of them, they both crashed into her. Paige Dower? Or- yeah,
0: Ganey, like, he, like, uh, Rachel, right? Yeah. yeah.
4: I mean, it was, you know, we were, it, we were like, yeah. I mean, how are you? How are you? <laughs> able to sit up?
0: Did she uh, get hurt? So, uh, no. Man, she got trucked, though. No, game? she no, didn't down.
4: Yeah, she kept going. She was a trooper, and then she got nailed again. So, uh, maybe uh, – I've often wondered, because when I sat there last time, you know, she would sit there and be texting while they're playing, and on her phone, not, not paying attention to the game at all, and I'm like, girl, that's, 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 that's not a smart move on your part. Like, you are a second away from just getting drilled. And it didn't happen that game, but this game it did. Um, that's anyway, a, that's guys – oh yeah for for sure. I mean, you can I mean you can catch a straight ball, which uh their coach, I think it was the opening minutes one of our uh, one of our players just drilled their coach in the face in the pass. I think it was like right at the start of the game that was that was uh that was pretty cool. but anyway, um no, I was gonna make it up and talk to Phil, but he you know literally it turned out he was polar opposite of me, but Phil, I'd love to catch up with you and talk sometime, buddy. We agree on a lot, but you know the whole Bruce Pearl versus Barnes thing. I mean, that's that's uh, that's that's, that's mind blowing to me. But uh, anyway, guys, on the way out, uh, hope you guys have a great weekend. Um, hope you enjoy the Super Bowl. I would rather drill hole, uh you know, drill hole in a cinder block and make love to it than
0: watch that. Love you guys. Oh, it's, <laughs> uh, I was just about to say, uh, on you know, it was nice to end on such a sweet note. But then he had to go and. Say that. Trash the big game. Yeah, stay with us. The Drive continues. Hour number three coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio. The Drive.
4: Hey,
6: guys. It's Logan Quinton from the non Twenty.